You're listening to the Level Best Network. This is the Intercot Insider Live, episode 156. Now in stereo. <laughs> is it? <laughs> We're coming along, paying the bills and everything. The Intercot Insider Live is brought to you by Magical Journeys. The Disney vacation experts and folks that have been with us for most of our 20 years, please use them on your next Disney vacation, your next Universal vacation, the next pretty much anything vacation, wherever you're heading. Give Nancy and crew a call and say hello and tell them Intercot sent you. That'd be a good way to go. With me tonight, look at this. It's pretty much the nation of Canada and that's it. Uh, hi, Canada. We've got uh, Jen about hi. to give us a a, a uh, look from the theme parks, and then we've got uh, above her on the screen. Story with, time with Grandma. It's story time with Grandma. Exactly. Fireside chat I'm with Karen. <laughs> no. It's snowy up here today. It, it, yeah. So uh, it, it, we might as well start with weather talk, uh, as is our want to do. Um, Carolyn was telling me it's a, it's a little chilly there in the Great White North. It's not terribly bit. cold, but it, we just we haven't had snow like hardly at all. And then just today we got a whole bunch, and we're supposed to get more Wednesday. It's just so. gray too. I just feel blah. It's just gray and cloudy, and it makes you sad and sleepy. And I just want to eat comfort food. Oh, I got my that... Doritos. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I got my you get your blood. Look at that. Yeah, that's a, it is that time of year. And uh, so how, how, I don't know if we've ever gotten into this before, but how far apart have, are you both? An hour. Like, an hour. Okay. About an hour. So you're pretty much climate wise. About the same. same. Yeah, we're the same. If yeah. you think of like the weather, what it would be in Buffalo or okay. Detroit, Michigan. Okay. We're about the same height. Where it was snowing on TV today? Yes. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, we were, we were watching the Buffalo game. Hello. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they were getting crazy snow at that game. Yeah. So that that pretty much you. So it's it's snowing in the Great White North and cold and wow. Okay. Yeah. But you said Hi, it's cold where you are. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I mean, cold a relative thing. So the weird thing is, it, it, we're fronts coming through right now. Um, so we're actually warming up at eight o'clock at night. Like nice. we went through most of the day um, in the 50s and it was rainy and dreary. And to what, you know, Jen was saying, um, it, it's that time of year where it's gray and it's miserable. It's like the month of January here is the month you kind of have to get through. Yeah. Um, you know, I sort feel of that way too. Everybody says, right? oh, February is the worst month. But I'm like, no, you got Valentine's Day. It's a shorter month. I'm like, January. No, it is because you're coming off the post-holiday high. Yeah. You're into the new year. You're not going to have a big holiday for a while. Um, you're feeling probably like you ate a little too much, like maybe you drank a little too much. People are going through dry January. They're miserable because of that. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, let's, can we just be honest? Um, so you've got a little bit of that and then compounded is that it's kind of crappy weather usually it's yeah you know you sort of like around here 
for example, you can have days where it's absolutely gorgeous. Like you might be 60s into the 70s, okay? Mm -hmm. And then the next day, it'll be like, 40s and we were in like the 30s and some of our palm trees like are that we covered or might not make it now oh, no. you know and that sort of thing and so it just it kind of uh yeah that's kind of where we are it's well, january crappy weather february so that's good um we february had, tends to get better don't they say california is supposed to be the sun, not the sunshine state. I don't know. What do they say? California? It never rains. In it never rains in Southern in California. Su but girl, don't they warn you. It pours, man. It pours. <laughs> That's malarkey. Because <laughs> we went to Disneyland. When did we go? The 2nd of, of January, January till the 7th. Yeah, you guys just and uh, sort of got they back have been there. getting so, so much rain out there. So pretty much every single day, we would look at the hourly forecast and <laughs> right? they're all a bunch of every liars. app, like all different apps. It was ridiculous. We would check all, and they'd be like, okay, it's going to rain from like 11 till 12. Well, but then it should clear up. And then, no, it rained <laughs> constant. So, so much so that right outside our hotel room window, was this like it was like the eaves trough was overflowing and it was just a constant it sounded it was like, like a waterfall was peeing outside time. your window the whole time <laughs> okay. i'm like i have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night listening to this constant water flow <laughs> so, well so wait just just the time out here so is is the weather forecast actually accurate where you are because really? is it really because like here it's it's never Oh, accurate well, like it'll say it's going to rain ahead for the whole week and then it might rain one day or you might get a whole week of sunshine no, but this or... was like hour by hour and it's like okay so we should okay. be rainy for two more hours and then we'll be good the rest no now here's the thing wrong. that i noticed though you're on the west coast now which direction <laughs> if you're watching the radar for you even john which okay. direction does the rain trickles come? They usually go left to right, right? Like kind of southwest to northeast. Don't you find that storms kind storms. of travel? Storms for us uh, tend to travel to the east. And, and I don't know about southeast, though. For us, they tend to come up a little bit. Okay, Ours well, you're kind of near the you're near the, the Or water. near the equator. But, no, yeah. board. <laughs> but no, typically, like, not. storms but. blow in from the west towards the east. Okay. So it, they don't obviously have radar all the way out in the middle of the ocean. So you would look at they the don't? radar, and they... it would show, like, a little bit of the ocean. And you'd be like, oh, okay, that maybe is, like, the end of the rain coming along. But you can't see that there's, like, a ginormous storm coming in behind that. Because they only I don't know. Scan the <laughs> I don't know about that. I feel like they have radar over the ocean, but I mean, not I'm on just... the weather radar. It only goes out like a little past the can't coast just, on all the. Carolyn didn't take little... science past grade ten, so <laughs> that's it. That's it. All right, She's keep done. talking. I'm going to do a demonstration. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm Let's go to. Let's go to. Uh... The intercot traffic copter now that we've covered weather talk. You know that I can't. Traffic be. and weather on the tens. <laughs> okay. Needless to say, the weather was pretty lousy. It was. Yeah. Well, I mean. But we uh, had fun. It, well. I, Except I, that a lot of attractions apparently shut down when it rains down there. So. 
Well, because a lot of the park's outdoors and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Like Did you guys have time? a good time there? I mean, before we get into uh, Marathon Weekend and stuff, uh, it's since we've hit on it and you've transitioned to it. We had a good time, but like we were soaked to the bone all day, all day. So it was like, well, I'm not going to go on Splash Mountain because I just don't want to get more soaked. And like I would have a soaker in my running shoes and... Mm-hmm. I bought this sweatshirt because I was getting chilly. <laughs> okay, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, Grandma. Yeah. But, I mean, we, we still had a good time. Now, the last full day that we were there, thank goodness, we mm-hmm. took the, we went with our daughters. So, we took them around, like, the Hollywood Hills and stuff. That sure. day was actually sunny. We had, like, one good day. Yeah. we And we went to, we did the... Um, Warner Brothers studio tour, which was really cool. And earlier we did do one day at Universal Hollywood. But it was raining. But it was raining. And uh, we did, they have a studio tour there, but we saw um, the Super Mario World. Yeah, the construction of that. that, That's like they're doing preview. No, I think it's it's open now, but we saw like a there was like a cast member and then they were letting like a few people in. So I don't know if they were kind of soft opening. It looks while pretty we neat there. though. I think it'll be pretty cool. The cool thing about universal Hollywood is it's built into the Hollywood Hills. So there is like a tier at the top and mm-hmm. then, and there's also like, they film things all down the side of the mountain. It's like wooded. But if you want to go to like other rides, you have to go down like three or four super long escalators. And then there's like a whole other little bit of a park down at the bottom. Really? And that's where um, that was like the Mario Mummy. World is. And yeah, there's Mummy, Jurassic I think Park Jurassic ride. Park. Wow. So I it's like some of it is remember. at the top, then it's that's like down a hill. And now it was super rainy and foggy. Uh oh. Is that your Warning. weather radar? Warning. Warning. Really? Yeah, I'll, I'll just go back here and silence my mic. You keep talking. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> exciting. No, so when, it was super foggy and rainy that day, but I bet if you went on a sunny day, as you're coming down all these escalators, right. you can look right out over Hollywood. I'm sure we would have seen the Hollywood sign out there, but you just couldn't see too yeah, much. Yeah, like they had those your nose. things that you put a quarter in, whatever, to look. Like the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it was yeah. so foggy things. we had no idea. Yeah. yeah. By the way, just just so you know, that was a severe thunderstorm warning. Oh, and it is what, what, January? January? Is that your NOAA weather radio? Yeah, because we live in an area that kind of, you know, we're near the water and stuff. We have to know about that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I have a NOAA weather radio. Uh, got it. Midland on Amazon. I could put put a link in the show notes but you know i probably won't but uh but yeah that's what it is yeah because tornadoes like your storm or is it not going to be a big deal no i mean it does it go off often i think that's um, weird we're talking about the weather and it goes off yeah that was a little bizarre uh it'll be in in effect until 9 p.m so you know if we lose power and stuff it was nice talking to you all (laughs) Nice knowing you. It's, I mean, that so happened once. Long, yeah, I, I think we were in, uh, what was it? I was in DC or something at a, a hotel and, and doing the podcast. And my computer completely crapped out. 
And we found that the other connections stay online, by the way. So yeah. so Jen and I would have to close out. You would show. have to fill. Yeah, you'd have to. We'll have to sing the music stretch. at the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 uh, but anyway, yeah, weird. Um, so, yeah, Universal. I don't, Like, I want to say I was there because I remember. <laughs> oh, this is good. I remember seeing Cylons like on the backstage Ooh. tour or whatever. Mm-hmm. So th- this was probably in high school. So it's been a long time since I've been out there. It did feel small. It's quite small compared to Florida. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um and they don't have as many rides like they do have um the Harry Potter the one through Hogwarts, Forbidden not the journey. One- yeah. Which was nice because no one was there because it was pouring rain. So it was like we went on, we got off, we went on, we got off. Like oh, really? wonderful. Yeah. But that's yeah. fantastic. And we didn't do the Jurassic Park ride, which is different there. Just because we were because so was so like yeah, it's just water, water, water all day long, just drenched. So that was but, a good day, but uh, but what was like the highlight of being at Disney or Disneyland? What do I mean for you guys being there? To bring it back to the core uh, audience, the here. Marvel, the Avengers Campus, yeah, was kind of cool. We were there at we, nighttime. In the I've range. never done the Guardians of the Galaxy thing there. The last two times I was at Disneyland, it was Tower of Terror, and then. The next time it was under construction to become Guardians. Okay. So that was pretty fun. The um, Spider-Man that you like, the web shooter thing. Yeah, what did you think of that? We My honest opinion. in the yes. rain for a, like an hour and a half. And it's okay. a very boring queue. And we yeah. waited in it because we're like, oh. Well, and our daughters Tom are in Holland. love with Tom Holland. Yeah. He's a hunk. So we waited in that line. And okay, we got... <laughs> It's like Toy Story Midway Mania. So your little car goes around and you get to the first screen. Right. So instead of a gun, you're just doing this. Yeah. So (laughs) the first screen, it shut down like after two seconds and it kind of froze. And then suddenly it started up again and you didn't get to finish that window. You had to go on to the next one. And then there was like only like one, maybe two. Like they were short. I felt really short is the point. It was just really, it's Toy Story Mania minus the gun, and you're just doing this. And I had a terrible arms. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the way I felt. Uh, Did you you guys get tired of it? Kind of like. At the end, my arms were like, oh my God. (laughs) I I also couldn't figure out what the heck I was shooting at. I mean, half the time with the webs because of that. I just (laughs) didn't like, without having something to aim and kind I don't know. I just. Yeah. I, I didn't even crack 10,000 points. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> These guys got all in the hundreds of thousands. I'm like, horrible. I think I got 9,800. So mm-hmm. so it was well, less than overwhelming. And oh, then I love we that went, mug, by the way. Oh, thank you. Then we went, they uh, have a... Communicor um, and uh, Epcot logo mug. Yes, yeah, all the glorious logos. for those listening on the uh, audio side of things. Then we, um, they have a Black Panther like memorial garden that was pretty cool. It we were there at nighttime, mm-hmm. and it was all lit up with like purple lights. And they, I did see they had Black Panther out, and then he had just went inside when we got over there. Dope. Um, so that was pretty nice. And then we went to the Pim Kitchen. I think it's called. oh yeah, Pim's I, Test Kitchen. Right, yeah, right. Wow. 
Why am I feeding oh, ooh, back good like crazy here? John, you're just having difficulty tonight. I know. This is it's one of those nights. God, sorry. Um, we got like a uh, giant pretzel. pretzel. Yeah. And then Juliana got a thing. It was called a deconstructed peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It was the cutest thing. You get this like I the thing I noticed too about food places at Disneyland is like it's not like paper plates. And yeah, like you had like to reuse. Did you get real stuff. plates or something? It or was what, like a plastic, hard plastic tray that they would collect after, and then it had a literal petri dish with a lid that said like "Pim Kitchen." Okay. And in the petri dish was peanut butter and jam, kind of all swirled together in there. You got like a little wooden spatula kind of like that you used to get with those old ice creams the little wooden spoon kind of thing right. and then these little miniature pieces of bread and then i think it had like some kind of a yogurt or something that had um boba balls on top of it as like a little side dish but it was cute so you like scooped out from the petri dish and put it all over your little toast it was really hmm. cute and and like i say like everything was everything came on like real dishes so it was nice. We liked Interesting. that. Yeah. But yeah, there was nothing that really stood out major. We did a lot of shopping at downtown Disney. Um, Where did you stay? Just out of curiosity. We've never stayed here before. In the past, Jens has stayed at Disneyland Hotel. I've stayed at Paradise right. Pier. Okay. Then other trips, we've stayed at like a Best Western that's kind of right yeah. on Harbor Boulevard, like right across from the entrance. We stayed maybe one block down further and at a place in like a no-name hotel called the Anaheim Inn. Okay. And, and it's just like a total mid-century modern, really cool place. Like it was great. Yeah, I, I'd totally stay there again. And it totally, I thought it'd be like, oh, this could be a long walk. And it was what? 10 minutes. Oh, not, so you nothing. walked to the park then. Yeah. 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 It was, I would, you'd, you'd cross an intersection and then maybe half a block up. Like it yeah, was I'd, not far at all. I mean, we Ubered the last time we were there. So I'm just kind of curious. Oh, yeah, there's no, no totally. way you needed to do that. Like you could no. see California Adventure. Right. Across yeah. The right across from our hotel was the backside of the Guardians Tower of Terror thing. Hmm. So oh, we were well, that is pretty close then. Dawn yeah. said she'd stayed there, so. Yeah. So we had a good time. And, um, yeah, well, like I say, we didn't do Splash Mountain. And Splash Mountain <laughs> in Florida. Or no, is... Camelot Inn was next door, Dawn. So right next door to us was Camelot. Because we nah. kept seeing the side of the castle wall. <laughs> yes. <there. laughs> so he didn't get to do Splash. And, of course, now we, did, we all know today was the last day for Splash yep. with their 200 minute. Yes, they're up to lines. like 200 selling. And Ian tried to go yesterday with his kids and yeah. they got in a huge lineup. And then the ride went down and they kicked them all out of the lineup. So they, and they got kicked go out. out. <laughs> now, and I also heard though last night, though, I was reading on Twitter last night that there was something like a two or two, three hour lineup a couple minutes before closing. So, my God, like they would have to be working late that night because once you're in the lineup, they got that's that's the way it goes. I would assume they would know that that's going to be the case. Yeah, you're probably doing some overtime of the employees knowing what what's going to happen. So yeah, and you may have seen people might have seen on 
the Instagrams and the Twitters today, when they did rope drop this morning, they were oh my packed gosh. Yeah. all the way back to like Pecosville. Yep. And then some crammed with people. So Yeah. It was yeah. like uh what a hundred and 180 minutes this morning or something like that. Uh, oh, yes. That's us in in California. I just love the look of fear on my <laughs> son's face. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did, let, me, let me do this. There we go. Because <laughs> ah! the one in California doesn't have any kind of seatbelt or anything like that. So he was like, I'm going to die. Yeah, and they're all <laughs> in a row. His face looks so. pretty scary, too. I think we were hamming it up, but his was for real. <laughs> Very nice. I love those pictures. Everybody's got a good Splash Mountain picture, don't they? I, I, yeah, I think uh, at some point we've all gotten like one of those kind of things. Like I say, well, I think we talked about this on a past episode is my family likes to find the camera and just look stone cold into it. Yeah, like <laughs> ice in my veins <laughs> yes i've seen many a picture with mike in it that, that staring blankly <laughs> That's nice. so, yeah anyway i'm kind of excited to see what um tiana's bayou adventure or whatever it's called is it like I feel like it'll be very similar. Just yes. throw well, some different music on, throw a couple different animatronics, and done. yeah. To that, to that end, our our uh, friend Matt at Attractions Magazine, who uh, I often see when I'm down at press events and things like that, had posted something today that they uh, magically or just by chance uh, fell behind a group of Imagineers that was riding oh, through I the saw attraction that on today. Yeah. yeah. And, they, they said, I mean, he was theorizing what they were doing is, is kind of envisioning the story and listening possibly to the audio soundtrack that was going to go with the ride and sort well, of envisioning. Could he hear the music? No, they, they had uh, headphones and oh, like an MP3 so player of some sort. And yeah, they all had stuff on but you know interesting that they would be doing that while but i mean i guess it makes sense if you're going to shut the attraction down it's probably going to get all drained and stuff so yeah so you wouldn't exactly be able to do a flow through and and sort of get the feeling maybe okay this scene is going to have this music and then we're going to transition to this and this is what's going to be there and they might even be looking at stuff on ipads like to see what the the concept art would be Things like that. So, yeah. I think it'll be good. I think yeah, it'll be good. I'm not worried. Yeah. People were, we were saying this I'm, before the show tonight, there were people wearing all black and in mourning. And <laughs> just. You know, the only thing I I get concerned about is that they don't cheap out. Okay. Yes. I am, look, you if you want to change it, that's fine. I mean, I understand some of the back history and the whole nine yards, but that went yeah. behind it. And if you, if you want to change it out, uh, I mean, Walt said the parks would be in a constant state of change. So I expect that, uh, and you know, except for when they closed horizons. Yeah. But, um, other than that, I mean, as long as they don't cheap out, like if, if that was a pretty immersive ride and, and there were a lot of audio animatronic figures in there and there was a lot of depth to it when it all was working. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I just hope that uh, the new ride has 
visually and audio animatronic wise I think the same it will. amount of depth. I mean, you can see how what it's going to be when they go down to the laughing place and it's all dark. That's where that voodoo yeah. guy will be, and it's all dark and ooh, what's going to happen? You know that right. guy and and all the animatronics. Heck, they can just redress the little creatures. They are like little forest creatures along the side of the river. <laughs> Maybe you may be right. I don't know. Throw but I mean, as long as them. they, I would love to see. Did you guys see? Um, there's a frozen ride somewhere in Asia. I can't remember which one of the parks, but it's the same idea as Frozen Ever After. And you thought that our Elsa is really good with her smooth moving right. arms, and stuff, but her face is projected. They have right. one. I just saw the video. It's coming out soon. Um, but her face is actually like an animatronic face. Oh, and really? she's she's way cooler looking than the one we have in Epcot. And she's like the newest generation. Kind of like, did you remember seeing the, the bell and the beast, the, that animatronic, how she like, she would look and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Is that at Disneyland Paris? I can't remember where that. No, yeah, I know what you're Tokyo talking about. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. So I hope that they take that technology. It would be great Disneyland to have like Hong a really Kong, cool. Oh, thank you, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. If they could have like a Tiana that was that or like even like that what's his name? Louis? Is the alligator's name Louis? I think that's his name. I think so. I am actually going to have to watch this movie now. You've never seen Princess and the Frog? Which is weird because you know, I'm all in on the hand drawn animation and it literally was the last hand drawn animation film. No, I've never seen it. So it's I'm gonna I've only heard it. I haven't I, seen it. See, see, look. Oh, wow. Oh, Two out of three. We're like, I, we're like, like Ian a, with It's a, and Carolyn with It's a Wonderful Life. Or I'm have, not a big have you not like, seen that too, Disney Jen? movies. Have you seen like It's that. a Wonderful Life? I Jen? know. You have. Okay. So no. it's Carolyn and Ian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, it. I'm not a big like Disney movie person. I love right. the parks, obviously. Yep. Okay. But yeah, like the latest Disney movie will come out and eh, if I watch it, whatever. But. <laughs> the princess and the frog it's like when I my son was little i had to watch Actually. cars nine million times when the princess and the frog came out my daughter was young i had to watch that a million times i actually like it justin said he has not seen it either oh you should see it <laughs> we okay, had it guys this should be our our assignment before the our text we should, we and then you class need to write a uh, five essay do a paper <laughs> on why the movie is great I, no, it's it's I've got really good, good music, yeah. really good music, and I'm sure they'll use that in the ride, and it's very toe tapping, and it's it's good. You'll I like will it. promise by the next podcast I will watch. Okay, it. okay. unlike Disney Ian, Plus, who will so never see It's a Wonderful Life, I will put in the time and make it so. <laughs> make it so, number one. Number one, make it so. Yep, <laughs> indeed. So that's our vacation. What about you, John? Simon, you, you had in. Yes. you had a big month in January too. <clears throat> yeah, so wow, I I did actually. I mean, we can kind of give you a little bit of history. So uh, yeah, the we're, we'll talk about uh, marathon weekend, uh, or actually, really just pretty much the marathon because that's that's all I did. But um, yeah, and and to be honest, um, I signed up for this thing originally the marathon that is in 2020 okay 
So um, in January of 2020, before the world closed down, I was scheduled to do the marathon and did not do it. Did the 10K and my wife was concerned I didn't train enough. And, you know, I conceded, okay, I really didn't train enough. And uh, so kind of put it by the wayside, went and covered the event and said, okay, I'm going to do this next year. They let well, you defer it. No, they didn't let me. I, this you was just lost it. First of all, it was comped. Okay. So I will, okay. I will lay that out there that, that uh, I was going to cover the race weekend and then run a couple races. I think they comped one race, which was the, the marathon. And okay. I was not able to do it, but I did cover the marathon and I was there at the finish line and all that kind of stuff. So I sort of did it, but I didn't do it. Um, so um, kind of stunk. And then I thought, okay, well, 2021, I will, I'll just, you know, January, 2021, I'll just go ahead and do it. And then we know what happened in the world closed down and, um, you know, then started talking about doing it again, uh, I think in, you know, about a year ago. And Andrew's wife, Bonnie, um, said that she would do it with me. And I thought, oh, okay, well, this would be good. It'd be good to have a running partner, right? Does Bonnie run frequently? Bonnie has done like a 50 mile ultra and a few few years ago she ran um a marathon with her mom apparently and kind of guided her through her first marathon although i think her mom generally had done running and stuff but hadn't done a marathon like me much like me got to got to this age somehow and liked running and hadn't done it and uh oh yeah help us andrew well read read what's on the screen now Bonnie's doing a hundred miles miles in october October, to which my wife said oh god i wish you wouldn't do that (laughs) all at once how long does that take you think i i don't know I was hoping to have her on tonight, but apparently she's got to get up early for work tomorrow. Andrew, so. ask Bonnie how long a hundred miles <laughs> takes. I, if I was going to run a hundred miles, it would take me a week and a bit. Yeah, but I'm. In, I feel like longer. I'm interested to know <laughs> too. But so when I set out to, you know, decide to do this, I mean, the first time I was going to do it alone, which I, I've done pretty much every race that I've ever done before. I've never run with a partner, but I thought, you know what, for this one that would be kind of a good thing. Right. And so, um, we agreed to do it and made all the arrangements, things like that. And then I started training and to be honest, I have never run as much as I ran over the past, I don't know how many months, but especially over the last month as I did this time. Um, so I, I put in the training, like I actually did it. I picked it up. Um, I did the, in the last, last month or so before the race, like last 45 days, I did the Hilton head half marathon. I did the Savannah bridge run, which, um, you know, was essentially going up about 18 stories over the bridge and running back and forth over it three times, which was interesting. I did a bunch of five K's in other words, again, Put in the effort uh, this time. So, I, you know, I felt like I was ready. Um, and, you know, soon we inched up on January and January came. Nerves started setting in. I started getting grouchy to everybody. You know, like you just get like 
intense. Like you start thinking about, yeah. you, you know, you actually going through and do this. By the way, uh, Andrew said, depends on the terrain. 21 hours on flat ground, maximum 40 on trails through the mountains. So uh, not to be crass, but <laughs> you must like just pee your pants because you got to keep going. I mean, you probably, you probably just go off the side of the trail or whatever and go, I, I would imagine. Kind of like guys at the uh, Disney Marathon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lucky ducks. What are the girls going to do? What do the down girls do? Yeah. Put their pants down well, around their ankles? As they, as they said, you know, that clears out uh, the the porta pots for the girls if the guys go. I do that. suppose. So, I oh, mean, my God. Andrew, some give your wife a hug. <laughs> and, know, like, right? oh, she's, is she would, is she going to be in bed for a week and a half I, after I, that? Yeah. So, when we get to the end of the story, we'll talk about what okay. the toll was. Holy but but moly. yeah, that I mean that's a great question. And, and honestly, maybe we can have her on after she does the the hundred mile thing. So, um, but you know, uh, we got to Orlando. I guess it was Friday of Marathon Weekend. We did Universal, like you guys did. Holy crap! What a hot mess! It was one hundred and fifty dollars a person to get in the park. Then we bought the express pass for another one hundred and fifty. By that time, we were at three hundred dollars a person to get into the park, and that allowed us to get on maybe four rides with mm. the express pass. And there were lines for all of those. <laughs> but I swear, I filled out a comment card. I usually have had really good things to say about Universal. Not this time. So. Not just because it was busy. It was really crowded. Yeah. Um, honestly, really crowded. So um, then, um, so that was the day of arrival. Friday was the day we drove down. In the afternoon, we went to Universal. Saturday was essentially sketched out to be the day of rest, which was no parks, no parks at all. Okay, so marathons on Sunday. Saturday, um, the kids the other kids who weren't running the marathon, but Bonnie, myself and my wife stayed back. Um, but everybody else went to the parks. Uh, so we caught some breakfast. Uh, we took a Skyliner ride out to the parks, out to studios, mm -hmm. uh, with them because they were going to studios to get on rise of the resistance first thing in the morning and do the, mm -hmm. the plan, which by the way is the plan. This is the intercot plan, which is show up at opening, Go immediately to Rise of the Resistance, pretty much walk on that, uh, head straight back to mm -hmm. the park, and then go over and do uh, uh, the Smuggler's Run. Right after that, you're probably going to wait 30 to 40 minutes at the most. And while you're there, schedule your Fast Passes or your Genie Plus selection. Sorry, uh, old mm -hmm. habits die hard for your next ride and attack the park that way. Yeah. It works uh, if you really want to do that stuff. Um, so bottom line, we we rode over with them on the Skyliner. We stayed at Art of Animation. We stayed in the Cars Suites, which, by the way, were very nice. Uh, nice. A little cramped sleeping six adults, but we made it work. Um, you know, it was just a room. But love the Skyliner, folks. Mm -hmm. Love the Skyliner. It was great to just you know, ride out with them and ride back. We just, we did it as a ride that day. Mm -hmm. So then we um, essentially caught some early lunch and then caught an early dinner, pasted up, did the, you know, the cardboard Our, thing and the yeah. whole nine yards, right? And we're hydrate, 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 hydrate all day. By the way, this thing is 
wonderful. Uh, somebody told me about this, the Hydrate Spark. Um, and what it does is you fill it up with whatever you're drinking, water or some sort of electrolyte based solution and you put it down and I can't show you here, but what happens is, um, when you put it down, it syncs with an app and it keeps track of how much you've drank through the day and it will oh, really? glow. The bottom part of it will glow and remind you to drink throughout Ooh, the day. What's it called? It's Jen's the son needs to drink more. What's that called? Hydrate spark. Okay. And uh, does it light up like this hey, is a twenty-four? Yeah, it does. And I, I can't show you. I'd, I'd have to break out the app and stuff. But um, if it starts glowing when it starts sinking here, maybe it'll sink. I don't know. I didn't really drink anything, so it mm. might not do that. But uh, yeah, this is a great thing. So all day I was like drinking and making sure I was getting my hundred plus ounces of water, and because everybody said, you know, drink more than you think you'll need to drink and you know so that's what i did so uh that that helped a lot doing that but uh essentially we were carbon up and by you know that was i think four o'clock we ate dinner um but (laughs) we were in bed by i think six o'clock how were you able to fall asleep or did you just lay there (sighs) i would be up all night being like oh my god you know what we got up so first of all, we planned this right. Great question. We planned it right. So we got up super early. Like I was up at five, maybe four thirty-five, something that like that. Morning. That morning, in order to make me a little more tired to go to bed early. I'll be honest with you, it was a light sleep. And then I heard my kids come in from the theme parks and stuff. But I, I probably all totaled got three or four hours worth of sleep. But at least I got that. I mean, rather than staying up. And then uh, 1 a.m. was our wake-up call. One. Um, in the past, I had done 2 a.m., but I found that an hour is not enough time to get your crap together. It just It's just not. Like to wake up, to sort of get in the flow of doing things, to do your business, all the... You know, all the things you do have you, to like, do. Do you like eat anything? Like, do you eat a banana or like yogurt? Uh, yeah, I woke or- up like essentially once I got up and moving, I had some uh, like sort of biscuit sort of things. I had a banana. The Art of Animation uh, food court at four, I want to say four or something like that actually opened up with a express pack for runners where you could get like a bagel and blah, 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 and other things. We were able to get a coffee, which was good. Um, And, you know, I had some food that I wanted to eat prior. So we did. Um, And your alarm went off. So it wasn't like the guy from Seinfeld that they were all worried his alarm for the marathon wouldn't go off. No. So, well, imagine, you know, it, it, Bonnie set an alarm. I set an alarm. We both said, you know, if one doesn't wake up or the other, you know, if I essentially said, if you don't see me or hear me moving by two o'clock, wake me up. Because essentially we needed to be on the bus no later than four o'clock. We ended up making the bus line by about three something, like a little after three, like 3.15. Um, and got our coffee and we were off. Okay. From art of animation and the ride to Epcot. Now here's, here's the fun part. So we get on the bus 
And the bus drops us off at Epcot at the bus drop-off. So you know where the bus drop-off is, Like right? during a normal day? Like during a normal day. Is up near the gates where you, yeah, down at the end. Yeah, yeah. All the way. So if you're looking at the ball <laughs> from the front of the park, all the way to the right, way down. Yeah, and Art of Animation drop off. is probably the last bus stop down there. It didn't matter that morning. They were all being dropped off way down. Okay, so from the point you got off the bus, okay, it was three miles to the start line. What? Three freaking miles. Or the the actual to, to your corral, to get out to your corral. I feel like in the past for like 5K, 10Ks, whatever, they would drop you off. In Closer the in, lot, in the parking lot. And then you closer. would go to the parking lot. Yeah. Like the start was in the parking lot. Well, guess what? The start was not in the parking lot. The start was out on a roadway out really? and around Epcot. Yeah. And so literally we... We logged it. I I looked at my you know my uh, Apple Watch and I was like, holy crap! We just did a five k from the time that we got just off to the get bus. off the bus, right? Oh my gosh. I mean, we're you're running twenty six point two miles and so you did twenty six point two plus five plus five k plus another three. So like. Plus whatever you walked, getting from you know, you know, from oh, your mercy. room or whatever to the front of the resort and all that kind of stuff. I mean, unbelievable. Hmm. I don't know why they changed That's cruel. the way that it was done. At least when I did the half before, it launched the corrals were in the parking lot. You launched from the parking lot. It was right there. The buses dropped off right near there. They sent I think maybe part of it was they sent everybody through security, like the actual um, security. But, okay, now Justin's saying the start line has always been a long walk. Now they drop at the bus stop and you go through regular security. Yep. Yeah. So it was a change in security protocol. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, it was a long walk. Okay, so essentially we were in Corral E. Okay. There were corrals to F, and that was the back of the pack. Okay. And then came the balloon ladies. <laughs> we were the balloon ladies. At the end there, yeah. So the balloon ladies are the people in the golf cart that like. No, they're actual runners. They're ladies that run the race with balloons. And if hand. they pass you, you get picked up and it's, taken back. It's not good. I mean, I think they, they try to encourage. Everyone said they were very encouraging. They try to encourage you. and they. It, but if you fall behind for too much, too long, you essentially get swept. You're, that means your race is over. They, as Justin says, they keep a pace of approximately 16 minutes a mile. And it's 16 minutes a mile from when they start. Okay, just so you understand that, because that's important, right? It's not from when the other corral starts. It's from when the last runners, them, cross the start line. It's 16 minutes a mile. So they make sure that they are the back of corral F. They're the last people to cross the starting line. They are are the back of the pack. Okay. And there's (laughs) there's actually people who... 
purposefully start right before them. And you know, they're like there's a, there's a whole group. It's of like a challenge to yeah, it's stay like a ahead of them. It's a kind like of the, a thing. Like yeah. they're an axe murderer chasing yeah. you. <laughs> Start from the back and see how well you can do, and how many people you can pass, and blah blah blah. So it's pretty. I mean, it's cool in that way. Um, but anyway, we stepped off at five forty one a.m. Um, That's when you cross the starting line. Yeah. And that's when we started the race. And so the, the, the first runner started around five. We started at 541. I think the, they were, I mean, going fast for the last uh, corral. And they were only like five minutes or something like that um, behind us. So to start with, which was fine. Okay. Uh, by the way, Amanda is asking, isn't 16 minutes basically a brisk walk? You know, I thought that. But it is if you never stop, okay? If you never pee, if you never get a drink, if you never- Take a picture with the characters. Take a picture with the characters or anything like that. Yeah, I think it is. But sometime get your Garmin out, get your Apple Watch, go outside and just walk and walk what you think is a brisk walk and then walk a mile and see what you do. Like my brisk walk, like that I thought was pretty good was at about 16 or maybe even a little bit over 16. So, you know, I thought going into this, essentially, if I could run about half the race, then that meant I could walk about half the race, right? That that was pretty reasonable thinking, sure. right? Because I run in half marathons, I run somewhere between 12 and 13 minute miles. I used to run in the 11s, but I'm not, I'm 56 now, so I don't quite do that anymore. So, uh, and as Justin pointed out, 16 minute walk for 26.2, not so easy. It's not, no, it's not as easy as you think it would be. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, we, we started at 541 AM and Bonnie and I were doing great, honestly, uh, other than one mile where we kind of got jammed up where sometimes, you know, things get tight and the course like narrows and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, We were doing 12 or 13 minute miles the whole way through mile eight. Like, shut up, shut up. Don't talk. No, you know what? It's, it's interesting because I had music going and and stuff and i've got the the was it the aftershocks the open the bone conduction oh, so that they just sit in which front by of the way work great that i started using those somebody yeah. recommended them they work great so i can still hear um but yeah. when when music got loud on the course and stuff it makes it hard to hear through bone conduction and stuff like that but but you know bottom line is was not bad. And we did talk. I mean, we were talking where, where stuff was, you know, and I was calling out, uh, where we were like, okay, we just did the mile. We're at this minutes per mile and we've complete, you know, just completed. Like I would be repeating what in my head, the Nike run app would say, yeah, one mile completed. I think when Jen and I have done like five Ks and 10 Ks, it's, we just don't talk. (laughs) It's just like, shut up. We're on a mission. Let's get this done. Yeah. So, 
the the bottom line is yeah everything was was glorious by the way uh mike who was out there and by the way got a picture with me pre-race which was nice to see him he said that they did the 10k for on friday from corral c we're holding about 16 minutes a mile never saw the blue middies i imagine marathon would be much tougher to keep that pace yep yeah. it is true and uh justin said at 5 a.m yuglinski clan and i were at magic kingdom gates waiting to open we got on the monorail at about 4 30. okay so yep bottom line uh this this is where we were so through the first eight miles we were doing great then at mile eight my right calf started twitching which is not a good sign now, this has only happened like I've been running for about 10 years now. Okay. Only like two or three times total in the 10 years I have been running has that feeling hit me. But when it hits, I knew exactly what it was and panic starts setting in. And that is a leg cramp is on the way. Like a Charlie horse? Like, yeah, like in Baltimore, when I had one at the Baltimore half at mile six, I got that it started cramping up and my calf actually locked. Like if you, yeah, if you can just seizing up, like completely locked. Right. So I'm now in panic mode at mile eight. And imagine we're, we're a mile out from uh, the, (laughs) I'm just laughing at the comments, twitchy quick. Twitchy calf, no bueno, bueno. says (laughs) Justin. Yeah, we are a mile out from the Magic Kingdom, which arguably is, quite frankly, other than finishing, one of the best places to run in all of Walt Disney World, right? Which is you come up on the Magic Kingdom and then you run up Main Street to the castle, run around, and then you come back through the castle, okay? So I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking, oh, no. Oh no, this is not going the way that I thought this is going to go. And I'm in trouble and I'm only at mile eight. And Are I've you got limping. Were you still trying to run? No, I'm still, it or were you I'm walking? still trying to kind of, you know, keep the, keep things going. So like to give you an idea, if I can bring it up and I'll try and find it here really quick. And um, are you telling Bonnie this or are you keep? Yeah, I'm, I'm telling her, I'm like, Mm, this is something's not right. I'm not feeling great. So at mile eight, we did a 1331 pace prior to that 1248, 12 something, 12, 12, 14, 12, 13 prior to that. So we got to mile nine and all of a sudden we're at 1541 a mile. That's okay, when so the- I dropped. He is hitting the fan. Yeah, like I'm. I dropped two minutes a mile. Um, then and I'm starting to panic, and I, it, it is just absolutely horrible at that point. I'm, I'm like thinking this is not going to get any better. It's only going to get worse from here on out. Here we go. Um, so by the time we hit mile nine, we're coming up Main Street, and I'm sore and I'm hurting a little bit, and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do this, you know, and I'm, we see Justin and my family and everybody holding oh, the signs. Oh, and you're trying and, to glue a happy face on yourself. Yeah, but Justin uh, magically took some video of that, and by the way, if you get a chance, 
uh, stop by any one of our socials, watch the video that shows us all through the whole race. You can see the snippet and why I kept it in there because it's a little bit long. You can see the look on my face at that point and exactly how I was feeling. And Justin said, how's it going, buddy? And I'm like, (laughs) and then my wife is like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm okay. And I said something to her like, it's not good. It's not good. And, you know, I give her a hug. We move on. Right. So I'm like, "Ah, okay. You know, are you kind of doing that skipping like so no, I'm I'm just trying to keep it moving and yeah. Did you sort feel of reinvigorated though. Everybody's on Main Street screaming and clapping and like, you got this, you got I, this. Yes and no. At the mm-hmm. same I think like Justin said, where he said, I really thought you were done. I was like, I was thinking I was done. I was like, this I'm gonna make it maybe to a half and that's it. I'm just not gonna make it because I'm figuring my leg's gonna lock up. Something's gonna happen. And you know, every five miles we're taking pictures. So when you go and watch that video and you see the smiles on my face and everything, this yeah, I'm grinning through like a ton of pain. But you know what? We smiled each way. So bottom line is I'm thinking we're done. I missed the epic ca- uh, castle shot coming out. I wasn't even thinking about it. Everybody else got great castle shots. I got crap. Um, so we go through and we're, and we're continuing along and we're doing, I don't know what, at least my app was telling me was 14 or 15 minute miles. And I'm like, okay, we're good. We're still good. We're still good. Uh, and that's a little bit of running or just like sort of slow jogging and, and stuff like that. Um, and then backstage, I have to tell you, we saw at one point, which was really cool, uh, the submarines from 20,000 Leagues oh, cool. Under the Sea. Yeah, I like that picture. Toads, a car from Toads, Mr. Toads Wild Ride, Snow White, and I think Star Jets was also oh, nice. there, which were the original you know, rockets. So you yeah. would get a chance to stop for a minute and take a picture at those. Yeah. Is it that, better to stop though? Or I is it better not to stop the movement and just keep going? Swear as <laughs> Bonnie said, I was saying bloody stump a lot. <laughs> like just trying to keep my bloody stumps moving. And that was from, from Ian, by the way, they, being Ian and his bloody stumps. So I kept saying that. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that was the thing, like where I thought I was going to be able to take pictures and, and figured the best second half of the race, I'd be able to do that. Now I'm figuring I can't stop. I can't stop at all. I can't stop. We, we, we better not stop because if I stop, then if you stop, then your leg will hurt getting restarted. Exactly. Like I'm think, figuring it's going to cramp up or whatever. So, mm-hmm. you know, like. When this starts happening, I, I'm pulling over to the side every once in a while. I am starting, you know, to stretch my legs out as much as I can, pushing on something, stretching, doing all different sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, at some point, uh, I also got introduced to BioFreeze, which essentially yes. is is uh, extra strength Ben Gay or whatever, um, and. Probably from about mile 10 or 11 on out, I put that on every time there was a uh, medic tent. Like I, Oh, they stopped. had that along the trail. Yeah, they, at the medic tents. They had that kind of, that stuff. So mm-hmm. every few miles, 
okay, there would be a medic tent and I'd pull over. So keep in mind too, you're pulling over, you're stopping. It's taking more time every time you're stopping. So I'm stopping, I'm putting on the biofreeze, I'm slathering it. You have like pumps of it or something? Yeah, they have pumps and you have to put on hand stuff because, you know, if you start getting into your eyes or your pores or it would be... It'd be a mess. So, you know, it takes a second to pull the gloves on and do the whole biofreeze thing. And then we move on. So, you know, it was like, all right, this is, this is fine. Um, and that would get you through for a few miles? It, it, like maybe a mile of the two miles. And then it would start hurting again. And I was like, oh man. So yeah, here we go. <laughs> biofreeze is a lifesaver, says Mike Veldman. My wife would stop and put more on at every med tent. No, seriously. Absolutely. Sir. At one point, even a little bit later on, one of the med tents didn't have it. And oh. I was like, I started going into angry John rage. And then I had to pull myself back and kind of go, okay, volunteers volunteers these people yeah. they're not responsible for they didn't screw up disney screwed up and didn't have enough here it was not them and like i kind of like i actually apologized to them. i'm like i'm sorry i'm just like in a lot of pain and i and they were like well there's another one down the way so at the next one i told them what happened they actually had me fill a glove fill a, full of it and tie it off so they said if there isn't any at the next place or wherever you've got enough that you can bite a hole in it. it. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. And you're right. Here we go. <laughs> uh, so uh, we got to animal kingdom. That was our second park. Um, by the way, uh, saw Amanda from, I think Disney vegan food to Amanda Tinney. Amanda gave me a salt pack. Talk to her What's for a second. Like a pack, uh, well, like a, like a sugar pack, but of salt. Salt. Yeah. So here's the scoop. And, and I'm still learning. I'm learning more. Like I was doing every X number of miles and things like that. I also had salt tabs. Salt tabs are supposed to help with cramps and things like that because you sweat out sodium. And for every X number of miles, like really you need to replenish by about, I think it's like 600 milligrams, which is a quarter of a teaspoon of salt. You need to put back in you. And Somehow, are you either in your water, water or your whatever? I'm drinking. I'm hydrating at every single water stop. Disney okay. has plenty of water stops. I'm either doing that or I'm doing, uh, you know, like Gatorade or something like that. Um, I did not bring that because I knew that they're very good about that kind of stuff. That said, I brought six, seven, eight, eight goos. Okay, um, sorry, you know, dumb goo. Is yeah. it like some? It's a uh, yeah. It's a combination usually of caffeine, sodium, uh, fuel. It's like yeah, it's like a way to fuel. Rip it open and you kind of yeah, you kind of and you squeeze it. It goes in. It's a gel. Some people like it. Some people don't. Different people do it differently. And then I had a tube of essentially salt flavored salt tabs, which again trying to replenish this. So at the point where things started going south, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> salt tabs and stuff like that. And that Amanda offered me sense. like literally packets of salt. Like she brought packets of salt. Cause some people just do that. They'll just take a thing of salt and from like McDonald's. Go. Yeah. Cause it's about a, probably a quarter teaspoon right there of 600 milligrams, everything you need. Yeah. Like the little McDonald's yeah. things. Yeah. So do that. Drink a little water. 
good to go. Uh, but none of that was working. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, bottom line, as we pulled through Animal Kingdom, and by the way, using all the bathrooms in the parks, which were glorious compared to going in the porta pots, mm-hmm. let me tell you. That's that's the way to go when you're running. Oh yeah, go, go in the park bathrooms if you gotta go. I mean, now, it's, the, it's the little things in life, people. But again, you're taking time off at this point, oh, yeah. and the sec every second you're in there, you know, your head, you're starting to play this mental game with yourself. Like, all right, you how much come time? Come out of the bathroom I- and the balloon lady's running past you. Right? No, you <laughs> you really do start to think that, and the problem is right. So. I've got my watch and and I'm tracking how long this all is taking me, right? And on my watch, I'm according to that, I'm doing pretty well, right? We're still keeping it under the 16 minute. We're somewhere in the 14 to 15 minutes. And I'm like, oh, this is great, right? But in a way, it's lying to you because it's counting every time you veer off and you go into the medic tent. It's counting every time you veer off and go into the bathroom as steps. And that's, yeah. And that's places you've gone, but you're not actually going forward. Then Mm -hmm. You're actually Uh. just veering, veering sideways. So at some point I discovered that my minutes per mile and stuff that I'm being told in my head by my Nike app isn't quite right. And, and so by, by the time we went through Animal Kingdom, I was feeling pretty weary, right? And how I didn't many, know if how, we were going to make halfway, it. Is that how many miles would Animal Kingdom be at this point? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, like, so, so Magic Kingdom, is- we were at nine or ten, so I'm, somewhere between thirteen and fifteen or something okay. like that. So okay, you're halfway so, there. so just imagine, yeah, we're we, right. So at least we've crossed the halfway point. We're like, okay, but. I was like starting to question whether I'm gonna make it. Justin says 14 to 15 miles. So yeah, somewhere around there. Um, and I'm thinking, you know what? I'm gonna set a new goal. And I was telling Bonnie too, I'm like, new goal, 20 miles. That's it. Maybe we'll make it to 20. I'm like, either way, that'll be the longest I've ever run in my life ever. Sure. Okay. Cause, cause actually in my training runs, I never did a full marathon. Like I just, I trained, I went, I did halves. I did a bunch of other stuff. I did inclines. I did speed. And, but I never. If that was the case, you would just pull over, stand at the side of the road and wait till the golf cart. Yeah. And they would, they would come pick you up and and you'd ride on a bus back to the start line and everything would be fine. You'd be depressed, but whatever. So. Do you still get the medal or no? Yeah, you do. Oh, good. I, I wondered about that myself, but I, I would have felt a little guilty about that. But anyway, at this point, my body's failing me, but you know what? Disney failed us. Okay. And I'm going to bring this up because of all, all the stuff on the course that the, everything was run really well, except for the halfway point, roughly where you would be refueling, right? Which means in other races I've had, there've been potato chips. There's been food. There's been bananas. There's been goo. There's been gummies, there's been other stuff at the halfway point, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Mm, Gummies, right? (laughs) Mm. Uh, At the halfway point, guess what? They were out. They They were were out. Completely freaking 
out. So I cannot tell you. They should have gone into the back storage room of some restaurant and been like, all the chips, bring them up. Okay, so it's been 30 years that they've been doing this race. And somehow on the marathon, the most important race probably for fueling it, halfway point, they were out. No bananas, no nothing. And let me tell you, people in Corral E and F were pissed, like really pissed. There was some angry words that were so exchanged on the words. So they just tables and volunteers yeah. being like, like you could sorry. See, like you started seeing banana peels and stuff like that. And essentially, they they were working on folding up the tables and stuff like that at that point because there was nothing there. So oh, my now, God. They should be like, fine, you're going to not get it here, but we're busting our butts to get so, food set up another now, mile ahead or so something. So you know, three or four miles down the road, like three miles, maybe two or three another miles. Another maybe, maybe I'm exaggerating. We were able to get a banana, singular. Now, again, I'm, I'm telling you, I've run in a lot of races, a lot of halves and stuff. At the six-mile point, there were tables of chips and bananas and all surely kinds of stuff if you were and in goo, a park none they have, of that they have none saltine crackers right. in the back of some restaurant they could run out and grab a case of those like something right oh my goodness i just didn't expect this okay you know it, having it, having seen what they had done in the past in other races and things like that bottom line two or miles or something down the road. And this was came right on the heels, by the way, of the biofreeze being out. So you can imagine Johnny Rage. Anger was starting <laughs> to come out. Okay. And that's another thing. Let me just let me just tell you. Every single emotion you have in your body will come out during the 26 miles. Every single one. And and sometimes unexpectedly, sometimes for no reason at all, there were points on the course where I literally almost broke down just crying for no reason. Like, I, I don't know. I saw something and I was like, <laughs> and then it I got angry. Like and then I got, honestly, your poor daughter-in-law must be like, this is very awkward. <laughs> I think she, I think she understood it though. I mean, it really is. It's such a game you're playing like with your whole body, like to try and get through it's it's a feat. There's a reason why only like half of a percent of the population has ever done these things. And you find out why it mm-hmm. it really, honestly, it just challenges you. So bottom line, it, it, we got past that. We finally got our banana. At least we had something. I wish there would have been something else. And to, to what Justin said, you don't really count on the course for fuel. And I really didn't because I had goo and stuff like that. I had brought stuff with me. I had a stinger yeah, waffle you, at one point. But, but it would have so sure awful. been nice. It should have been there, right? Totally. It just should have been. And if for the amount you're paying to, and for the fact that they've done it for so long, it was a letdown. Now that being said, everything else about the race was top notch. And and I really and the, the workers the and the people and the biofreeze and running through the parks and things like that. There were other things that made up for it, but but I really was very surprised. So bottom line, all right, we we move on through Animal Kingdom. Next up is Blizzard Beach. All the way we keep slowing down to the point where we're approaching, I think it was mile 
I'm like looking here to see. We were at mile 19 or 20 when we hit. So you got Blizzard to Beach. your 20 goal. Right. We, we, we were right at mile 20 and I had the slowest mile. It took me 20 minutes to complete that mile. Okay. okay, so and now were you, were you slowing down because in your head you're like, well, I'm going to wrap things up kind of I'm, thing? Or? I think there was a little bit of that. And I think there was, I was in a lot of pain. And I mean, we were doing 16 and 17 minute miles prior to that. And keep in mind, we built up some time in the first half of the race almost. First Good. 10 miles, we were doing three minutes better than things. Yeah, but but then by mile 20, 2055, so almost 21 minutes to complete mile 20. And, and by this I'm, time, you're just walking. I'm walking. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. I'm saying it to Bonnie. I'm like, I just don't, I don't know. I don't think I can finish. I don't think I can do it. And she's like, no, nah, I think you can do it. And I'm like, I don't think. Oh, what a good girl. I would be the devil and <laughs> being like, yeah, no, let's she, quit. She was great. And so bottom line is that uh, right about that time, we had – so in Blizzard Beach, you go around the Blizzard Beach parking lot, basically around the edge of the whole thing. So we had entered into the parking lot. We had gone all the way around. We were exiting the parking oh, lot. Oh, no. I know what you're going to see. The balloon ladies. Oh, no. I saw them for the first you. time. I saw the balloon ladies and they were, they were approaching. They still had to come up a ways, turn around, then go around a circle around the whole lot and everything. So they were, up. but they were, I saw them. <laughs> <laughs> the ax murderers. So here's what happened at that moment. When like, I saw I them, here's what, actually went through my head. Okay. Again, probably I was almost ready to cry. Cause I was like, I can't believe this. This, this is the end. This is it. Right. That was the this first thought. The that was the first <laughs> thought they're going to catch up, but there's nothing I can do. Then I was like, I just bought a hundred dollar jacket a day ago that says 26.2 <laughs> miles on it. And I am, I, am, I am never going to be able to wear this jacket and I will have wasted that money. And I can't believe like this is all That's going through good. my head. Use the rage. I'm not even joking. Yeah, right. Rage against the machine. Rage <laughs> against the good night. Um, and I started I really did. Yeah, exact. Andrew's like Q Rocky theme song. No crap. Like in my <laughs> head, I started hearing that, you know, like, like Rocky's getting the crap beat out of him. He's up against the ropes. And then, you know, when he just finally comes like back. comes back and sort of punches his way out of it, I started getting angry. Good. Like really angry. <laughs> Like, I don't want to fail. I just did not want to fail. And Bonnie at that point said, can you shuffle? And I'm like, what do you mean? She said, well, in ultras, sometimes when people start losing their legs, you know, they, they shuffle like with their feet, just sort of shuffling. Can you yeah. shuffle? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it. 
And so we started so shuffling. lazily jogging that your shoes are kind of skimming the ground. Like you're not picking your feet up so high. So here's the thing. Like my, my right leg was in such pain at that point that flexing it forward, like yeah. that forward motion would pull on the back and start hurting. So then I started running I so that my foot was flat and I was holding it flat yeah, and that kind of, so it worked. And when you say like lazily doing it, over the next three miles, we went from doing 20 yeah. to then 18 to then 13 Holy. to then Sorry, 14 four. and 14. Shut so the whole way. I got, we, yeah, I, Bonnie was like, I don't know what happened. Like it was just, crazy like i've never seen it like you just completely turned around like you know like i think i yeah so i found a way to be able to at least power through i don't know Did what it was shave off a bottom layer of your shoes scuffing along like that <laughs> yeah it was almost like an adrenaline shot bud says um i i can't tell I, you what happened other than i really got angry I, I i just did i wanted to finish at that point i hit that that moment and i saw the balloon ladies and it all came together and then one magical thing happened before that by the way which i don't i don't want to forget about <laughs> so uh jt from akron ohio who is a fan of the podcast from retro wdw yep basically saw me on the course right at that moment i was literally at the lowest moment of I the hope whole you race, didn't yell at him, with and your he's rage. like, "Let's hear your Eisner." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and I Did was you like, "Swear at him!" I would have sworn at him. At the <laughs> <laughs> and so I did it, and he started laughing, and I started laughing, and it was just like that moment that kind of broke me out of the trance, you know. It, it, it was perfect. It couldn't have happened at a better time. Like, it, yeah. So bottom line, I, I, we laughed, moved on and I started doing 13 and 14 minute miles. Yeah. All of a sudden. So then my thought was, okay, if, if we can just do this for, I don't know, three or four miles, we will put enough distance because we were already ahead of them by a certain amount that yeah. will put enough distance between us and the balloon ladies that we could actually finish. And, you know, you, you start thinking in your head, what would be required to do that? And then we were bio freezing the whole time. And I mean, things just started to improve, but I mean, without Bonnie saying, you know, can you shuffle? And the whole time while I was like thinking I was going to fail, she was like, no, 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 come on, we can do this or set a new goal or, you know, that kind of, I mean, it was, I mean, really encouraging. I, if I would do it by myself, I wouldn't have finished. I would not have finished, period. Just oh, that's would, good. would not have. Um, but yeah, we got that, we got that space between us and then, um, you know, as we traveled into Hollywood studios then, which was next up, I thought I might actually be able to do this. And then we got through Hollywood studios and we were on that back walkway between studios and boardwalk. And I'm, I keep looking back and I don't see any balloon ladies. And I'm like, 
I might make it. I might and really did make you this. Decide at any point, well, we're far enough ahead. Maybe we'll just walk the rest. Well, we did. We did at some point. Ahead? At some point, yeah, my legs started hurting again, and it was we we slowed up, and then we were doing like sixteen and seventeen minute miles. But I mean, still at that point, again, we we had done three miles where we were three minutes and yeah, two you, minutes ahead of the pace. So we built up again another cushion. cushion? Yeah. So yeah, it was like a second and third wind came along. I mean, it, I, I didn't think it could happen. And I really, like I said, every freaking emotion you could possibly have. I mean, your brain starts run, seven hours is a long time guys. Oh, like that's to, to watch three movies and an episode of a, like a TV, like a TV show. Sitting on your butt. Sitting on your butt. That's a long time. It's a lot of time to be sort of alone with your thoughts. Even though I was running with Bonnie, you know, you're running this internal conversation in your brain. And the whole time, you know, I'm trying to convince myself I can do it. And then I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. And then, oh, no, maybe we can do it. Maybe if we can get to this or maybe, oh, man, my leg hurts. And it, it just was like autoplay keep going on and on and on. And then bottom line is, you know, I got to, you know, the back of um, world showcase at uh, the, you know, the back entrance to world Showplace or whatever they call it, yep. you know, from off a of boardwalk and my wife and kids were there. And that's where no joke, the ugly cry, Aww. like everything I could do was just to keep it in. And I'm like, Gonna, oh. Did you stop for a bit to say hi, or did you just I, uh, for a second or two? Awesome. But but I was again were were too worried. I just I, you know, my wife was like practically crying, like you're gonna do this, you're gonna do this, and I'm like, I think we're gonna do this, you know, <laughs> like actually started to sink in, like I'm at the back of Epcot, and I may just actually make it. Where's the Where's the end line? Where's the finish at line? the front of Epcot? Oh my God! Like, you're so close at that point, right? Yeah. So, you just yeah, have but to go around World Showcase. Still a long world. ways, guys. Well, yeah, I know, but, but in compared to what you already did, right? But it was still, I mean, you know, uh, still kind of a, a little bit of a distance to go. I mean, if you've ever done it, just go do that and walk well, from the back all the way to the front, and you're in pain. And again, remember leg cramp. Mile nine. We're now at mile 24 or something. And I'm still every mile bio freezing. And I got my last bio freeze. Yeah. Somewhere on boardwalk or right before boardwalk, there was a place to be able to do it. So I uh, did that. And, you know, even with stopping and everything we got there. And so, you know, when you got into Epcot, like they were playing, really upbeat music and stuff. It wasn't the typical Ep Epcot music. It was actually marathon day music. And and when you're going through these parks, by the way, it's now daytime. And yeah. People are in the parks guests and stuff that have to like wait at the little crosswalk until yep. there's a break to cross. Yep. Absolutely. So, so you've got all those people now watching you and cheering for you too. Yep. But it was, I mean, it's still a struggle because, you know, then even we got all the way around there, you know, we head towards the, the front of the park. Um, we head over towards, um, 
like test track area and stuff like that. And like, you don't go out the front of the park. They then send you out the back. Take you out the side. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh crap. Like I thought we were just going there and I'd be done. Nope. Nope. Jog this way to the right, then go that way, come out and then come back. And, uh, yeah, so you're in the home stretch and um, we're behind Wonders of Life and all of a sudden you can hear a gospel choir singing. And I'm like, how appropriate. Uh, like I, expe- I would have to expect Jesus himself to come right down here <laughs> and be like, you did it, son. My son, you've done it. I mean, it was one of those moments where they're, you know, doing the. Yeah, oh, that's so good. Like, right as you're taking the final corner turn to head to the finish line. Um, so yeah, it was, they were positioned perfectly. So then uh, I asked Bonnie, I was like, what do you want to do for the picture? By the way, cause you can see in all the pictures that we took, we pointed out the cameras the whole day. Like, so like we were like, Hey, hi, how you doing? Yeah. You know, in every photo shot, which is, kind of amusing but i was like you know i mean would you mind we just go through it arm in arm um you know i'll put my arm around you and we'll we'll walk through it and point at the cameras just like we had did the whole time and she was great and um we did that and uh crossed the line at 16 minutes per mile seven hours almost exactly Oh my gosh. um, You know, the balloon ladies having started, I think about four or five minutes after us crossed the line about four or five minutes after we did. Wow. Now we never saw, I never saw them, but you know, cause we had been through and five minutes in race terms is a lifetime, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was. um, What a whirlwind, John. (laughs) It was crazy. Oh my God. So, okay. When you were done your race, do you just like fall down on the ground and like carry me now? Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, great question. So, uh, collect your metal, get your food box, right? I hope uh, they had food boxes for you. They did. They had okay, stuff good. at the end, which was good. They, they really did. They, that was, that was good. The end was, was great. Uh, you know, got your metal. You were, were good about that. Uh, Bonnie and I met up. And I was like, well, I'm going to go back to the resort now and go and, lay down. And go die. And die. Right. And, and she's like, you know, I'm feeling pretty good. I think I'm going to go in the park. So I'm like, okay, have fun. <laughs> she's, oh, I mean, I I mean well, I did, if she's going to run 100 miles, then this is look, just like this a, a casual up. stroll. <laughs> I, I was a drag on the system, I'm sure, uh, you know, for her. But uh, thank thank goodness I had her as a running partner. But, you know, uh, she set off and uh, then I went to find my bus back to the resort and uh, could barely get up the steps to get the on bus. the bus at that point. Yeah, because like you were saying, by that time, slowed down almost to a stop or was waiting in line and things then started really hurting and there was no biofreeze, sure. you know, you after. Used up your, your little baggie at that point. <laughs> yeah, I had already used that on the, on the road at so some point. When you go back as a runner to yeah. your hotel room, yes. do you want to sit in the bathtub or do you just crawl into bed and just stare at the ceiling with a few leave in your system? Like, what do you do? Yeah. By the way, they, they, the, the, uh, the kids are asking me, 
to uh oh he made you a cute make yourself craft. full screen yeah let make me full screen yeah there we go I, oh full screen you want to do full screen hold on yes. let me or at least i'll do this you thing show where, off your accomplishment there we go there you go okay look at that oh my so, god and by the way there's there's me and bonnie crossing the finish line so in our, cute in our bright yellow shirts pointing out the cameras both of us and uh, and you're wearing the same shirt today i yeah yeah believe? i've got the uh and your hat i've got the, I've got the long sleeve version of and it he's on, got but, his 26 his his 26 jacket that he spent the hundred dollars on <laughs> and you can wear it proudly he's gonna wear it every day yeah, now. no now now i'm like yes that's a hundred percent what i'm gonna do yeah but uh so to answer the question back to the resort um i hobbled to the room yeah my feet were killing me at that point um despite doing everything i could uh and i sat down on the bed and just laid there for about two hours, two or just three hours. awake, staring at the ceiling, watching yeah, TV? Just, well, I was watching some basketball or something, just chilling. Um, I ate some of the stuff that was in the box. Then You're not ravenously hungry? I wasn't. I don't Holy know why. I would order cheeseburger, <laughs> a large Coke. <laughs> I, I wasn't I would be so hungry. I, I don't know why. But uh, so at some point I moved on and got a shower. Yeah. And then I put what shoes on I could. By the way, I've since ordered recovery Ufos. shoes. Ufos. Yeah. Well, I, I put on my loosest fitting shoes and went yeah, out and did that get all swollen don't they they were swollen and i had blisters on my pinky toes which by the way i'm trying to remedy i've now i've got what are called gel caps to put on my pinky toes from now on yeah. and i'm gonna try that but uh bottom line went out to the pops not pop art of animation bar and had a beer <laughs> that's actually supposed to be good for after running isn't yes. it drinking yeah. a beer after you run because it's like carbs to replenish so you yeah, and then believe it or not, what did I do after that? I was like, "Well, I bought a damn park ticket." So <gasps> I literally <laughs> Why didn't you spend like the the $15 and rent a wheelchair? I don't know. So I oh, ended up I walking over to the Skyliner and then walked in Epcot and then I did I did get something that I wanted. I got fish and chips at uh at England, sat down, ate that, and then eventually joined back up with my family. And we hung out until the point where I just said, you know what? I'm done. Where, where I left is, the park early. Is your cramp in your leg gone at this point? It's a dull If roar. you walk slow enough, it was manageable. The bigger problem at that point was literally the blisters, like my feet. I, I had blisters on both my pinky toes. And then by that time, I don't know if it was just from walking around later on the back of one of my feet, I had a blister too. Please so. tell me you were wearing your medal. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, good. Because <laughs> you need everybody in the park too to clink, be like, clink, way to go. Clink, 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 yeah. clink, clink. Yeah. Awesome. And by the way, that is actually one of the coolest things about doing the races at Disney. And thanks for bringing that up, Jen, which is, Wearing your medal, I had more people congratulate me. I mean, I, it was almost incomprehensible. And and asking me questions about what it was like doing, 
you know, 20, I can't, I can't imagine doing that. What was it like? Right. And blah, 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 blah. And, um, way to go and good job. And yes, nice finish. There is that like every time I've never obviously <laughs> done a marathon, but like, even when you do a five or a 10, somebody that's like a hero runner doing a marathon, if yeah. you still are wearing your medal yeah. on like marathon day, even these like champion runners are like, Hey, congrats on your 5k. And you feel like, Oh, I'm one of the cool kids. <laughs> I, I, th I think generally speaking, even out on the course and stuff like that, the conversations that we had, everybody was sticking together. The, there were some definite jokes being made about the bananas the whole way. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, things being missing and how angry people were. And at one point, uh, we ran by a sewer treatment plant, right? <laughs> Which, yeah, I know, really. And it smelled like it. How magical. You know, back by Animal Kingdom or something it on the way like to most here. Yeah. And <laughs> on one of the lampposts, there was one of those big vultures, right? <laughs> and and I yelled out, This isn't your laughing place. <laughs> and everybody burst they out. They would laughing. get it, yeah. Oh my gosh. And there was a DJ, yeah, who was near the Andrew reminded me. There was the sewer DJ. There was a guy who out there who I hope got combat pay because he was downwind from the most atrocious stench. And he, you know, he's like mixing the tunes, right? Right. There. Just, it was smelling Aww. like poo the whole time we were going through there. And I'm not talking the fuzzy. Okay. Can I ask guy. a question? Yes. Uh huh. Did you poop your pants? Did I? Yeah, because no. like marathon people, runners, sometimes when they're running, they just go, and it like falls out their shorts. Ew. No, so not to not this to get gross. Truth, we want, Jennifer, everybody in the chat I've will heard, know this. I've heard I've heard of these things it, that they lose control of uh, stuff. So now for me, <laughs> great question, gross but great. No, uh, but I need to know: Did you see anybody like pooping their? Pants? No, I did not. But I will tell you: This is part of the routine of getting up earlier is, is you got it out of your kind of work your system. And then, you know, even at some point, I mean, had to, it's seven hours right. and your physical activity. And it just like, so you, you gotta go when you gotta go. You gotta I'm going to fully admit right now when I did, I did tough mutter like yeah. 10, 11 years ago. You pooped your and pants? No, I didn't poop. But <laughs> there's, no, there's no porta-potties. And right? you're like jumping in and out of like yes, muddy water good. and stuff. So you're yeah. already soaked anyways. And so there's like, nowhere whatever. to go. So I'm just like walking along, peeing as I'm walking. <laughs> and nobody can tell because you're dripping mud and everything. And you're just going to throw out your clothes when you're done. So whatever. Oh, that's funny. But, but no, yeah. but I will, I will tell you, this is why if, if you can plan it well enough, like the parks and the, the restrooms, there are, there are people who on some of the run Disney groups who were like, I'm, I'm hitting every bathroom at every park. <laughs> and like, it was a thing for them, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, there were people who rode by the way on um, uh, the Yeti, and Tower of Terror and stuff as part of it. I mean, if you were far enough ahead, you, they would generally, a lot of times they would let the runners go through the fast pass or the, the cute. And you could ride. As and you could go on a run. ride. Yeah. But see, it, it was my first time. Even if I had not cramped up, I would have been scared to do that because I would have thought yeah. maybe I would cramp up. 
Like in the three yeah, or four like, minutes that I'm riding or I'm stop or do wait. like a marathon every weekend yeah. and they just know that they, <laughs> yes. Oh no, Andrew, they yeah. should get a trophy for the poop in every part challenge. You have I'm sure to take a screenshot. I'm sure somebody has done that. <laughs> take photo evidence. But, no, but um, I'm serious. I've seen videos of marathon, like Boston marathon. And no, it's, it's like, absolutely true. It's coming out the bottom of the pants. I'm not joking. Well, the key is to go beforehand. Is what I'm not saying. joking when I say it was genuinely one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Well, and and it put you absolutely. through the ringer, not only the training leading up to it, but the, the, you know, the day before and the whole nine yards and then actually going out there and the range of emotions that you go through. And it's just... It was brutal. I mean, there were moments that it was really, really brutal. Um, so, I don't regret it at all, though. I will say, though, I did notice on your in, uh, Facebook, at first you were saying, oh, no, one and done, never again. And then I noticed a little something the other day where you're like, it might not be my last. So what's I, that about, sir? So here's... Here's what I told my wife. And this is this is where I'm at on that. A, I'm going to go back to running halves. Halves are a great distance for me. I, I, I feel very comfortable doing that. I, you know, halves, fives, tens. Quite frankly, 10 milers are great, but you can't find enough of them. But I left the race feeling like I completed a goal, but part of me didn't complete the goal. In other words, I didn't get to run the race I wanted to run, if that makes sense. In other words, just being able to, you know, get a nice, decent lead, then walk a little bit, run a little bit, walk a little yeah. bit, run a little bit, take some pictures, walk a little bit, run a little bit, walk. A little. So um, if, if I can figure out this leg cramp thing, like figure out how to deal with that or how to avoid it or how to pre-fuel in order to avoid that, I would not be opposed to maybe doing one more to try and do a more complete race in my eyes. Because, I mean, if you look at my timing and things like that, you can see everything that happened. I mean, I when I was trying to figure out, you know, tonight, like for my narrative on what, what I should talk about, all I had to do is look at my timeline. I could see right where things dropped off, where they picked up, and I could almost tell you exactly where we were at any given point by that, because in my head, I knew what had happened, and I was disappointed. I mean, I was ecstatic in one way. I did it. It was amazing. I had a great running partner. I was able to finish. But at the same time, I didn't enjoy the run up Main Street. I didn't enjoy the run through right. the parks. Like I didn't get the moment to soak, like during the half where I had done those things, I got to soak in mm -hmm. the people in Epcot, the people on Main Street. I didn't get any of that. No, time. it was just survival mode. A hundred percent. Yeah. So what would you do different than like, are you going to maybe try to do a full or, or close to it, or like for training purposes, or what do you think? I, I so what I'm going to do is 
um, Amanda's like, but you overcame a huge hurdle with a leg cramp and bigger achievement than running the whole race. I'm well, That's maybe. True. And, and potassium tabs might help with cramping along with salt and Pedialyte. So I've got some of that. And Chris says, food I'll tell you how to fix the cramp, put food in the freaking halfway point. So, Here's adjusted. Justin keeps talking about the pickle juice. So I did have a thing of pickle juice, but I didn't bring it with me. Um, so what I'm going to do, I've got in, don't, I don't say how crazy I am, but like, uh, in about a week or so from now, I've got another half marathon. And then one week after that, I've got another half marathon. So I've never run two halves that close together. I'm bringing the pickle juice with me. Along with the all the other stuff. If I drank pickle juice, that would give me the trots. Oh, really? <laughs> it, it might. I I'm gonna try it out, and I'm I'm gonna bring it with me. And you know what? I'm also gonna consult maybe some people that are a lot more experienced runners than me, and, and maybe ask them is there like what I need to do. Half stretches you should do beforehand. I do you that. Know? Well, I mean, I did, I did rollouts. I did all kinds of stretching and stuff like that in, in, uh, I think it's a diet thing. I mean, I thought I had yeah, it salt because I have lack of salt. Yeah. I have, uh, I have high blood pressure. Okay. So I laid off my diuretic, which my pee pills, uh, yeah. for a couple of days before racing. Um, Does your in doctor order to, say that's okay? Yeah. The doctor said it was okay. It's just okay. a water pill. It just makes you pee more. Um, okay. So maybe your blood pressure runs a little bit higher for those two days. I don't know. But I asked about it and I did. So I stopped for two days and then I took it immediately after the race, by the but way. But you're so, chugging back packets of salt. I'm sure your doctor's probably like, oh, well, the, yeah, but keep in mind, you're ex- yeah. I'm putting down 100 to 110 ounces so you're just sweating it back of out? water Anyway, in the days leading up to that, so I'm hydrating, so I'm peeing all the time anyway. Oh. So, I mean, the bottom line is the the pills just do that to make you go so that you get rid of salt. But, but yeah, in running, at least from what I understand, yeah, you you sweat out the salt and you need to replenish it when you're running. Normally, wouldn't need to do that, but um, so I, I think. I'm going to consult some people that are a lot smarter than me. I mean, I've done some of the research and reading on the internet and things like that. And I did things that I thought would solve the problem. And up until now they did, because I haven't had a cramp in a long time, but this one, I mean, I had got it early in the race. So, so bottom line, are you thinking next January you would do this or are you going to go two years? I don't know. The, the other thing we're playing against Carolyn is father time, not getting any younger. You know, father I mean, originally time. I wanted to do this in 2020. We're, we, did, we did it three years later. Um, if I wait too long, I mean, either I'm going to solve the problem or I'm not. If I can't solve the problem of the cramps, I'll just keep doing halves and it'll be fine. And do you want your, if you do another marathon to be a Disney one? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. 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 I mean, it's then you're doing it next year. Random town race. It, it it is actually Hilton Head is a relatively flat race, other than the the bridge, which is part of, you know, we have a bridge 
that goes over. Yeah, but you're going uphill, downhill, uphill, right. downhill. It's not, it's not that bad. I don't know if you come back. I can't. Yeah, I think you do. You go over and then you come back over that. But the rest of the race is flat. So um, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I'd do it here. I think I the, the conditions were great, generally speaking, down there to be able to yeah. do it. And the whole plus side of doing all that was that you got all that bonus, which is being able to run through the parks and stuff. I just didn't, I didn't have time to enjoy it. Like I thought I would. And that was a little bit, a little bit depressing, but at the same time, as Amanda said, I didn't think I was going to finish. I mean, I literally thought 20 miles I was done. Maybe if that, Uh, quite frankly, at mile, Mile nine, I thought I'd be lucky if I make it to the halfway point. So, and then you did. And then we did. So, what a whirlwind. And thank God Bonnie was there. What a perfect little running coach to be with you. Because, like I say, God knows if I was with you, I'd be like, let's quit. If I was like, Carolyn, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do this, you'd be like, okay, yep, let's pull over here. <laughs> We'll just tell people we finished. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Honestly, it, it just, it, yeah. yeah. There were times I, I was ready to quit. But uh, bottom line is that um, where I never had a partner before, this was the perfect race to have a Do a you partner. think you could do it by yourself or you want Bonnie to go with you again next time? I think Actually, in yeah, right, yeah. If she wants to be slowed up by me again, um, I honestly enjoyed having somebody to talk to. I mean, we, you know, there were times where we didn't talk much, but there were times where we were talking a lot the whole time. So it was it was great um, being able to kind of vocalize some of the thoughts that are going through your head at that time, rather than just saying it to yourself. Um, so that, that, uh, you know, where in a half, I never thought, eh, I need somebody to run with me for this. I thought this was a pretty cool, uh, Oh, that's really good. Well, give her a big high five from everybody because she sounds like an incredible daughter-in-law to have. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I was thinking. Also, I was thinking, God, Andrew's lucky. He found her, man. (laughs) Seriously. She sounds very encouraging. Like I say, I, I would be like, let's quit and go buy cheeseburgers. <laughs> he was. And apparently she had done it before with her mom uh, running the first marathon. Only I'm For sure her. her mom finished way ahead of where I did. But, but you know, you just never know. You know what? You run the race on a given day that, you know, it, it just, it, it is, it is what it is. And whatever obstacles you're thrown on that day you run that race i mean like they said infamously sometimes you're uh you know sometimes you're the bug sometimes you're the windshield you know Mm -hmm. and sometimes you're the bug on the windshield you know i mean it's that it's just it sometimes you don't know if you're going to finish and it takes everything you've got in you to finish and then other days you're out there and it's like you feel great you feel invincible and the world comes to you so um, well, congratulations to you. Yeah. Accomplished something that I never will. So yes, we have to live vicariously go. through you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the other thing is, 
it's really awesome seeing a lot of other people who are doing it not you know for the first time or even maybe who have who ran up against a wall and are trying it for a second time or a third time and just trying to complete that goal i mean everybody's got their own story and uh you know i've often said on other races you, you know, you can't judge any book by their cover. Let me tell you, man, you'll be running along and granny will smoke you. <laughs> like, seriously. Oh, I like, know. <laughs> like, right yeah. by you. And I'm like, wow. And and I, all I can do is stand there in awe, kind of, of everyone else mm-hmm. who actually attempts doing these kind of things. I mean, it's, it's a heck of a thing to put your body through. Let me tell you. Uh, I am mostly recovered. Good. Uh, and it's what we're 20, you know, a couple of weeks, two, three two weeks. weeks. Well, you've after. got till next weekend. Right. Until, until <laughs> so, the beginning uh, of tear your feet up again. Good luck. Good luck with that. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. No, don't go, John. Let's just go have cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the worst. <laughs> I think uh, the only other things we were going to cover real quickly is uh, Tron's opening four four. Yeah, uh, if we are lucky enough, maybe we'll get invited to that. Uh, made it to the Festival of the Arts. There's a lot of great content on our social channels. Be sure and check that out. Um, including, I got a the Figment popcorn bucket. They yeah. it was very orderly this year um, doing that, and we got a lot of uh, <laughs> Everest 2024. Hmm. Um, that's what Chris says. I got a lot of great content, uh, interviews and, and things like that from, uh, cast members. So be sure and check those out on our uh, social channels as well. And like I said, I've learned now I'm a big fan of the Skyliner and I will probably try and stay on that most of the time. So. Excellent. Way to go, John. I was totally thinking about you that whole morning and I'd like look on my phone at Facebook and I'd be like, oh, where is he now? And I was doing the same thing, except I was like, oh, my God, he's still running. (laughs) Like I was like, I've done like six loads of laundry and I've done this and he's still running. How is he alive? Well, the the funny thing is uh, for my family that was watching it, they were watching it. It was like, oh, God, he's slowing down. Like it's not good, and then they started communicating with Bonnie, and then nobody wanted to text me. And then at some point, Andrew texted me, "How's it going?" And I didn't want to answer because I was in yeah. my angry John mode at the time and the whole nine yards. But I think uh, it, was a, it was a cool experience, and, and and having you guys, knowing you all were watching too, made a huge difference. And the support of the community, the support of the people, quite frankly, out there too as well. Justin getting up at O'Dark 30, uh, Mike Veldman being out on Main Street and actually seeking me out to say hi at one point, uh, you know, pre-race, even though he wasn't running, but he was cheering, um, was pretty awesome. So, oh, And of so course, great. you know, we need more characters. JT. <laughs> Thank you to JT. LSJT or something is his Twitter handle, but you can find him on the Retro WDW podcast with Todd and the gang. Yeah, we're going to have him on at some point. Uh, we, we agreed uh, to do that. But um, yeah, that that's the wrap for, for that. Uh, don't know. Nice. I'll keep you posted on how things go and, and whether okay. we ever do that again. But <laughs> well, way to go. 
cheeseburgers for you. And now it's back to reality and trying to lose yeah. weight. <laughs> okay, again, don't have me near you. I'm the devil. <laughs> I'll give you all the bad things to justify my own habits. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, big thank you to Nancy and crew over at Magical Journeys for sponsoring the Intercot Insider Podcast. Please support them wherever possible. A huge thank you to Jen and Carol and the Nation of Canada for being here tonight. Uh, Justin, vicariously listening along. My son, Andrew. Uh, and Bonnie. Bonnie, Bonnie, especially. And all of our regulars at Intercot.com. Thanks for cheering for us all these years. Have a great night. I am still John. Bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.